Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Hi there, it's Julia Louis-Dreyfus. You may know me from my podcast called Wiser Than Me, where I talk to older women and get their wisdom from the front lines of life. I was amazed by how many people told me our show made them look forward to getting older, which is why I'm here to talk about season two of the show. Sally Field, Billie Jean King, Beverly Johnson, Ina Garten, Bonnie Ray, just to name a few. All hail old women. Wiser Than Me season two is out now from Lemonada Media. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Us Weekly's new Bachelor podcast, Here for the Right Reasons. I'm Sarah Heron, a senior staff writer at Us Weekly, and I'm going to be your host. Together, we're going on a dramatic journey, analyzing The Bachelor and all of its many spinoffs, breaking down the news in real time, and catching up with your favorite Bachelor and Bachelorette contestants. Our first guest is someone you may know from season 10 of The Bachelorette, season 11 of The Bachelorette, season three of Bachelor in Paradise, perhaps, or of course, season one of The Bachelor. Nick Vile joined me to predict how Peter Weber's season is going to end, if Peter's relationships with Hannah Ann or Madison stand a chance, Claire Crowley is The Bachelorette, and so much more. After you listen, be sure to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and subscribe and listen on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. We'll be back on Wednesday to break down Peter's two-night finale. But for now, here's Nick. I am so excited to talk to my guest today because he is never one to hold back, whether it's on his podcast, on Twitter, in the comments of the Us Weekly Instagram section. <laughs> he you know? is stays true to his convictions. Nick Vile, how are you? I'm so good. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Welcome to New York. Uh, always love being in New York. Loved having you. Um, you're here to talk about your partnership with Orbit. Indeed. Yes. Tell me about it. Uh, well, Orbit is, uh, they're doing great things uh, in terms of, well, obviously with gum. And they're trying to clean up the dating scene, which, as you know, I try to as well. Um, yeah, it's a fun partnership in terms of, uh, you know, aligning themselves uh, with the kind of the dating world out there, which is forever kind of a struggle for people. Totally. Uh, and we live in we live in times where, you know, whether it's through dating apps or just uh, being on our phones, we've gotten almost a little sloppy and a little messy when it comes to dating. And sometimes we're a little uh, we can be insincere or whatever. And uh, we do kind of need to clean it up. So it's kind of a, a fun play on on that kind of mentality. Obviously, um, the lack of fresh breath is a it's a surefire way to ruin a great date. And so obviously Orbit's always uh, always been uh, by my side to do that. I'm a, I'm a strictly five pieces of gum person on a date. What does that mean? Well, if you go on a date, you have to you have to have at least five, usually six pieces of gum. Really? Right. For my well, for me, I'm always thinking three for sure. Right. Okay. Start the date, you're, you know, chewing gum, make sure that fresh is breath is fresh. I mean, I'm assuming I'm going to have a drink and maybe some food, mm -hmm. right? So before, you know, right after I, I eat, I want to freshen the breath. I never really know. And then, like, who knows? The, the night might last. Now, the other ones is because, like, she might want to – she might good. not come prepared. I don't want to be a jerk about it. And certainly – not that I want to suggest she she needs the gum, but it's it's just being polite. So you need at least five to six pieces of gum. 
uh, of orbit. Do you openly switch the pieces of gum or do you like go to the bathroom and like want to like make this illusion that your breath just smells like no, this no, naturally? No, I don't think there's anything wrong with saying of I need not. to freshen my breath. It's no. a kind of almost a seductive move putting gum in your mouth, you know, True. especially across uh, from a date. So, um, yeah, we like everyone knows if you have a garlic or if you, uh, you know, drink too much white wine, you're going to have to freshen the breath. And so there's nothing, nothing embarrassing about loving Orbit gum. I, Definitely yeah, not. Yeah, I don't ever, I've never hid my, uh, my love for fresh breath. Nick, we've seen you go on a lot of dates. Uh, on yeah, TV. Yeah. What would you say your worst date on the show was? Of course, your were four seasons. Doesn't have to be because of the person. It might be because of something else. I I don't think I've ever really had um, certainly on the show like a a bad I mean group dates those those are just like bad those overall. are just inherently not fun they probably needed more gum on those truly <laughs> I mean and again nothing for like in fairness to, to the women on the dates or when when I was on the other side of it you are just kind of sitting around drinking a lot of uh, and it was always like white wine because you don't want to like stain your teeth mm-hmm. although I. I made that mistake the first time I was on it. I never thought about it. Then I'm on camera. I'm like, why is my mouth black? I'm a red wine girl, so I would need um, to think about that. Yeah. Well, you learn quickly. Wow. Um, but uh, there were, you know, to be honest, a handful of moments that I wanted to, like, take a time out and hand him a piece of uh, Orbit gum. And I was just like, come on, man. I mean, that's that that, that can be un- unfortunate. And if you're not aware of your your breath, we often aren't sometimes. But I'll tell you what, if you're really into someone and you're really excited and mm-hmm. then you get like, even if you know it's like food, like if it's just because they ate too much garlic, it's like it's it can really kill a mood. Can yeah. it not? It's like, ugh, I really would like to not have to put my mouth on your mouth didn't right now. Didn't Vanessa throw up on your first date? <laughs> That's what I'm thinking about. It. She did. You know what? But like you didn't see it, but I it was I, I, I snuck her some orbit. Oh, wow. I love yeah. that for you. What was the <laughs> most fun show to film, by the way? Oh, uh, on the bash. Yeah. Oh, Paradise. Paradise. Not, yeah, it has to even, be, right? Not even close. Not yeah. even close. Not even close. It's a different experience. It's more chill. It's it's just a different show. Um, and it's, it is way more laid back yeah. and, and fun. And it's less it's less staged. Uh, and again, people always confuse stage with scripted. Right. Um, but it's, it's just way more carefree. Mm. What about outside the Bachelor franchise? I assume you've been dating post, you know, Bachelor, dumb. Um, what has been your worst date? outside of the show um i you know outside of the show i think uh in my in my earlier years it was uh this one one date where i was living in wisconsin and i drove like 45 minutes to pick her up because she lived out in the sticks so to speak and it was she liked worked with my sister mm. and i was uh, i was coming off of a, a breakup so i was just trying to kind of I was trying to get back out there. It was right. like one of those things where you're like, I should really start dating again. You don't really want to, and you you force yourself to do it. And there's nothing really was wrong with her or the date, but it's just like it just went really poorly, and mm. it made you feel even worse about being single and you yeah. didn't want to be. Um, she just we didn't really jive. So like I spent like 45 minutes driving her, uh, picking her up, to, and then drive 45 minutes back to like the city. And then it was like a 30 minute, like awkward silence. And I was like, you want me to just take you home? <laughs> it was just a lot of driving for not, you know, for, for an awkward conversation. Cool. But that was like, it's about, it's about. That's it. No Hollywood horror stories? No. I mean, I'm sorry. I'm not giving you any. No, you don't have tea. to name names, but I just mean dating in California. I feel like they say New York, California, they're always fighting over what's the hardest place to date. I, 
I'm defensive of that okay. in the sense that people like to complain about whatever city they're in. And True. I always say, it's like, <laughs> name me the place that someone's like, you know what? This city is amazing. I True. have like four potential husbands lined up. I can't even like keep up. Like the dating's hard wherever you go. And I think, um, you know, whether it's a, a city like New York and L.A. that has a lot of people, but it's almost like paralysis of choice versus like uh, being in a small town where you're you feel like your options are limited because it's like I feel like either I've dated all the potential options or my friends have. And it, it it seems to be a struggle there. But I think I think dating in general is hard. Um, and, I, and like I said, I think um, we've gotten a little sloppy and, and dating has gotten a little a little dirty with uh you know, social media, sliding in DMs, the you up stuff, mm-hmm. uh, you know, people sending unsolicited photos they didn't ask for. Mostly, I think men are the right. the, the culprits there. And there's nothing wrong with it if you want it. But like maybe, you know, wait till you get to know someone, find out if they would like, like to that. see to see that <laughs> um, before you just start like slinging photos. Um uh, out there. But uh, yeah, I think we just need to maybe kind of get a little bit more old fashioned and slow it down and, and focus on, you know, if we like someone, focus on that person, try to get to know them. And if it doesn't work out, then move on. You know, like we're, we're, we're almost dating three or four people at a time at any given moment. And how can we ever really figure out if we're connecting with someone? I mean, the people are literally trying to like replicate the bachelor in life and right. it's, uh, I think history on, on the show would rec- would tell you that while it can work for people, it might not be the most successful way to go about finding love. Do you use the apps or are you off them? I've been on them throughout, uh, you know, my life. Um, but, I, you know, I, I don't feel totally safe on most of mm. them. But uh, I'm, I'm very pro dating app in right. terms of uh, when people ask me uh, about, uh, um, you know, about, like, I think dating apps are just kind of the new love letter in a sense, right? right? Uh, but all it is is an option. You know, it's you have to have the right mindset when you use a dating app. Some people kind of will go about it and think it's going to save them. You know, it's just a way yeah. to meet someone. You could, It doesn't stop you from also meeting someone at work or at the grocery store or at a coffee shop. Um, but if you are going to be on it, I think you really should limit your options. That's kind of on you to do that. Uh, I think people are always expecting the person on the other side to, uh, uh, behave a certain way. And I think we're all guilty of kind of, um, trying to, you know, get all the, all, all our options and then, and, and go about it. And I think men and women are, they're just as guilty. So, uh, with, with, uh, creating, you know, again, paralysis of choice. Can we talk about Peter? We can. What is going to happen on Monday? I truly don't know. And I got to say, really enjoying the unspoiled season. Me too. Working here, I get spoiled the first day things come out. Yeah. It's hard for me not to be spoiled um, in terms of like whether it's someone commenting on my Instagram Mm -hmm. um, or friends. uh, But I've really been enjoying not knowing. It's been fun trying to figure it out. Um, People are now thinking the theories like with his what color shirt he's wearing. They're saying that he's wearing the same shirt when he talked to Madison that he's wearing when he talks to his mom. Yeah. So his mom must be talking about Madison. People should be careful about basing theories on, on wardrobes on the show. Uh, I've been sticking to my Hannah Ann theory. Oh, tell me. Um, my theory is uh, at some point Madison leaves, mm-hmm. um, really shakes up Peter. That's why he's on the bed, like hyperventilating. 
Yeah. I know. Well, yeah, I'm, I'm January recently, uh, you know, she was on my podcast. Yeah. And oh, so, casual January Jones name drop. <laughs> uh, and she she sent me her theories. And I'm oh. like, she has to be convinced. She thinks it's Madison, but she has to be convinced that maybe it is. But my theory okay. was Madison leaves. Um, I don't know the details, but ultimately uh, Peter's distraught over this. Meanwhile, Hannah Ann's just there being like, I'm doing everything right. right. And then she's finally like, you know what? Screw this. Yeah. I'm out. And then Peter is starting to like realize, oh, it's been Hannah Ann the whole time. It's always been you. It's always been you. Uh, and then he's kind of like begging for her. But oh, uh, you think? Well, I only say that because the other scenario that a lot of people think uh, seems almost too obvious of what the show right. is kind of setting up to setting us up to believe what happened is that Madison ultimately is like, I can't do this. And then he goes to Hannah Ann and it's like, Sorry, I got to chase the one I love. Kind of a Colton. It's right. kind of like Colton 2.0. So it's kind of like, that's your big surprise. That's right. like the what's never, never seen before finale. Yeah. We've literally seen last season. Yeah. And so I have a, I'm feeling like maybe it's got to be something else. Right. That, that's kind of why I'm going against the grain. I've been saying this whole time. It's going to be, do you ever watch Survivor? Have you ever watched Survivor? I've never seen it. Okay. Well, on Survivor, they always end and they film it like months in advance, obviously. But then they end with Jeff Probst, like getting on a helicopter with the votes. And then all of a sudden it goes live. So they make it seem like he got on the helicopter to the live studio. But like, obviously it was like six months before. Sure, yeah. So I think it's going to be like Chris Harrison, like looking at the camera, like what's going to happen next? And all of a sudden we're going to be live and it's going to be like, we're going to pretend like he hasn't been talking to these people this whole time. Well, they kind of always do that, but I think it's almost, and I think kind of what happens and what, and where, and where it could be different is, um, Madison, let's say, let's say it's Madison mm -hmm. that she's been spending these past several months, like watching the show, watching the show, uh, and then, like, AFR is going to be, like, her answer to Peter, whether she'll, like, be with him. After, Which, like, I'll be honest, if it plays out that way, I don't think that's a good look for Madison. You don't think? No. Come on. Let's, like, listen. She's like, has very strong convictions. She does, and good for her. And, like, like I even said on on, uh, on the Vile Files, just a shameless plug. Shameless plug. Um, I'm very in defense of, of Madison and the criticism she's been receiving for like the timing in which she told Peter, mm. uh, about her convictions. I think Peter clearly understood what she was saying. If he didn't, there's a problem. Yeah, there. <laughs> if he didn't understand, like you didn't, you don't need to like spell it out. Literally. Yeah. I was, I, I knew, uh, without her saying it and she certainly wasn't saving herself for marriage, but I, I, I had a pretty good sense of where Vanessa stood about okay. me you know, yeah, hooking not up with other hooking people. up with everyone and uh, then proposing. As, as anyone before her or everyone else, I've said this, it's like, no, Madison's no different than any other person who felt like they were the front runner. Mm -hmm. um, but now it's like, you know, or do you want to be here or do you not? Like if, if, if what Peter did is too much for you to handle, you know what? Totally fine. That's your, nothing wrong with saying, not for me, I'm right. out. But like, coming back and then sitting in this relationship while like hanging over his head and kind of shaming from what he did. Then it's just like, all right, now that's when we get into, you know what you signed up for territory. Yeah. Or like, or you just like you, or if you want to uh, equate it to like a real life situation, it's like, if someone wrongs you fine and you choose to take them back now, it's like, you can't keep hanging mm. over. Now that it becomes toxic and it becomes 
uh, like the person's constantly apologizing for something they did in the like you chose to forgive them forgive them it's like I, I, it will, I think it will be a bad look, I think, to be like, oh, well, you know, I watched it back and I don't know if right. I, I mean, like, I don't know. You have to, like, make it up. to. I don't know. It's not a. Well, you know what it's like to, like, face, face like, post-Bachelor, like, trying to have a relationship. Do you think um, Peter and Madison could actually, like, stand a chance? I don't know them at all. Um, I think it's hard for everyone. Yeah. Um, really, really hard. I <laughs> Put it this way. If, if it's Madison. And this time has been used to like help her clear her head. I don't think, I don't think it's going to go well. Right. Because like nothing we've seen out of Peter, I, I'm a, I'm a Peter Stan. Oh, know? really? I, I am. Tell I, me why. Because I just think being the bachelor is literally the hardest job in the world. I mean, that might be a slight hyperbolic <laughs> statement, but it's really hard. And uh, so much of like what we see or what goes on has to do with the women or that are not that he doesn't select. Um, um, he's forced in a situation like uh, and then chose to find his life partner mm-hmm. and all like you can criticize Peter as the bachelor, but you, it's hard to argue that Peter isn't genuine and sincere and, and earnest and just means really well and like those are qualities especially when you talk about like cleaning up dating and going mm-hmm. out there like Peter's the type of guy you you, uh, you want to find truly I mean he's a he's a good person you know he is sincere he Peter wouldn't send dick pics you know on the first date <laughs> he wouldn't ghost you you know um, I definitely I don't, definitely don't think he would ghost people because he, he has a hard time letting people go yeah and so it's just really hard to be the bachelor, but I, I think all you really want is an earnest, sincere person. That's what Peter is. So I'm, I'm defensive of, of him in that regard. I like Peter too. I have a, not that it's my business at all, but I have a hard time believing Peter might be able to wait until marriage if he's with Madison. Yeah. I mean, no, Peter likes to have sex. Right. That was like his whole stick. Yeah. I, and that's the thing, you know, getting in into the weeds, I... I've said this before, Peter, in a lot of ways, reminds me of when I was Peter's age. Mm-hmm. You know, I think Peter, this isn't a, like, a criticism of as a, per- as a person, but the fact that he does still live at home, it's hard to argue the fact that like Peter's probably a little more emotionally immature for his age. And that's not necessarily a criticism. criticism. He, you know, it's not like he hasn't like been out in the real world, but like, you know, he, there's a level of comfort never leaving the, literally the nest, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, um, I grew up very close with my parents. I didn't live at home at that age, but um, he is really trying to like do what his parents did. And this kind of earnest, like r- almost kind of rom-com type mm-hmm. of thing is Peter's trying to replicate that. And I don't, and I just don't want, and I, so I see Peter um, and I had girlfriends that would like, it's kind of a bit of a gaslighting thing where it's just like shame, shame, shame right. and do better. And Peter being like, you know what? I will do better. I'm the super boyfriend. Yeah. And that's all great. But like you kind of lose who you are a little bit. And I kind of see I kind of see honestly a relationship of Madison and Peter of Madison kind of always making Peter feel like he needs to do better. Yeah. And I don't sure. think he deserves that. That's true. And like her dad, I feel like there was a lot of pressure from her family and stuff. But with Hannah Ann, I feel like she like broke down at that rose ceremony when she was crying because I think she kind of realized like clearly he cares like where was Madison? Like that was what his mind was on his mind. Yes. Right. Yeah. I, I, uh, I'm a big Hannah Ann fan. 
Really? Yeah, I think there's more to Hannah Ann that she is allowing people to see. I think the Hannah Ann that we got to see in episode one and two, and with like that's Hannah Ann. And then for whatever with, reason, like Champagne Gate. Yeah, I think that like she had a little snark and yeah. like the the runway competition where True. like we all thought like Hannah Ann was gonna be like the super villain of the season. Yeah. Then Victoria showed up, and then she just well, it's it's just, it's the whole cast this, is a season yeah, they full really, of villains. We have a lot um, of quote unquote villains, but I think she. I think she started to edit herself, and I'm not necessarily a fan of that. But mm-hmm. I, um, I'm just saying she is um, she's a little craftier than I think people are giving her credit for. Uh, and I just find her more probably more interesting. I think she'll thrive if she's not with Peter on Paradise. In Paradise, she would be like the Bachelorette of Paradise. Uh, yeah, and I think I, I hope that she would allow. I hope she should go down there and and kind of uh, take off the the rain. Like I don't know, like drop the. Uh, the act of that? I don't think it's an act. I think she's just maybe just listen, like her guards up. Her guard, her guard. Yeah, I think it's it's just her guard. Um, so yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a Hannah Ann fan. Wow, I love that. Okay, well she's not our bachelorette. Claire is. Claire, and you're like all in on that. All in. Tell me yeah. why. I feel like I'm watching an entirely new show. Yeah. Um, it's great that the the show's gotten young uh, for a few seasons. I think it's smart to always bring in a new audience. So just thinking like objectively, yeah. and in us also, it's also been great TV. Totally. But it's also gotten a little, like, uh, it's been a little much. I think for all of us, it reads a little insincere. The uh, people in general are getting engaged later in life, um, so it's the fact that people are getting. Uh, married and settling down later in life, but the the bachelor, which is supposed to kind of represent kind of our society, is going younger and younger. Just reads fake. Yeah. Um, and you know, with Claire being thirty eight, she'll turn thirty nine when when filming. It's like we, especially the bachelor. It's like we act, especially for for women. It's like you know, once they hurt a certain age, they become like like. Right. Unable to date, right. which is not true. No. And so the fact that they're on a national platform on a, on a the stage as big as The Bachelorette is to to give uh, Claire a, a you know a chance at love. Not that Claire needs to mm-hmm. be The Bachelorette to find love, but I think what it represents in terms of there's a lot of great women out there uh, in their 30s who, you know, uh, they're 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 choosing to be single. Maybe they're career focused. Maybe they're doing a bunch of things, and they're just as eligible as your twenty three, twenty four, twenty five year old women. And so I think it's gonna. We just haven't been able to see that. Like, yeah. what is it like for someone Claire's age to date? What are her interests? What are her values? What is she looking for that might have might be different than when she was twenty five? And I think these are all things that hopefully we'll get to watch and see, and uh, we'll get to maybe see. You know. Claire's growth, even as a person herself, from 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 when she was first on. So I think those are all very interesting elements. And then we'll probably get some older men. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll, they'll still have some younger guys, and we'll never fully get away from the whole social media influencer space. And there's nothing wrong with that. But we might actually get like three or four guys who might not even have Instagram. They literally don't probably, know yeah. how. You know, uh, I wouldn't have it if I didn't ever go on the show. Yeah, my friends I grew up with in Milwaukee, they don't. They don't have Instagram. Like they have, like they they technically it's not their priority. <laughs> they technically have it and maybe have posted three times. Okay, right? Yeah. Um, and I think if you know if they're casting guys from like you know Middle America who are around in Claire's age, there's a good chance that's that'll be the same. We could get some like divorces too. Yeah. I recently watched Jason Mesnick's season on Netflix for the first time. Mm-hmm. And it was just like so crazy because he was like divorced and he had a kid. And there was just like, it felt more serious because of like the real life circumstances. Yeah. I, I do think we're just going to get 
uh, it's going to feel, I think, a little bit more real and mm-hmm. a little bit more authentic. Um, and yeah, I, I, you know, it's it's not a criticism to the cast or even the show, but when you are casting people 22, 23, 24, uh, like a good number of these women are going from literally their parents' houses to on a reality TV show looking like saying they're ready for love. It's like, come on, you know, like, uh, what a glow up. and, uh, and, and there you're, 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 you're having a generation that grew up on social media. Mm-hmm. And so it, to no fault of their own, like that's why there's been such this focus. Um, so I think it's just a nice change of pace. They, they'll go back younger, but yeah. Uh, it feels fresh and new, and um, Claire is, you know, I hate to say the word deserving, but, like, she is, in fact, deserving as any. And she, we we like a, a bachelorette who's willing to emote and and, and, and show uh, her feelings and not edit herself, and, and Claire sh- certainly has proven to always be consistent with that, and I think that's that's great. I think any people who aren't into it should go back and at least watch, like, Juan Pablo's finale and watch Claire just, like, tell him off because it's kind of great. That's all you really need to watch, too. And, you know, Claire has taken her punches over the years. The raccoon. Yeah, uh, and— you know, I've gotten frustrated at the show at times, but the show, you know, they, there are good people like, you know, they can they can be, uh, you know, I've, I've like I said, I've been mad before, but they have a way of like they're rooting for Claire. And I think, you know, they'll put her in situations, I'm sure, that will drive her crazy. But I think they have her best interest in mind. And I, I uh, I'm optimistic that uh, it'll have a really nice ending. I hope so. Yeah. Can you tell me about your um, Tasha putting everyone asleep by 830 comment? Why do you think that? <laughs> I, here, here's what I'll say. I don't think being good at TV and being a good human being are mutually exclusive. I think True. sometimes uh, some of my peers get that confused. Um, and they get mad at you for what you say. You know, we all, uh, everyone's very sensitive sometimes. I also find it ironic that if 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 suggesting that you might be too boring for TV bothers you, then you might in fact be too boring for it's TV. It's kind of a compliment. <laughs> it is a compliment. I mean, I don't know if you saw my tweet by also suggesting that my mom, my sisters and, mm. and my, you know, hopeful future unmet wife would also be too boring to be the bachelorette. But, um, if, if that does bother you, then that probably proves my point that maybe, uh, you aren't willing to go on a national platform and just kind of, be as real as possible. And like most people wouldn't, nor right. should they, you know, that's a, it. And people get that confused, um, get confused with that. So, you know, sometimes people get sensitive, but, uh, yeah. Down the line, would you be down for a Hannah B round two? Not anymore. No, Not anymore. No. You're over it. Why? I'm over it. Yeah. Um, out of just, sight, out of mind. Just, no, I mean, I just, I just, what am. do you know? He knows something. <laughs> I know I've, I've gotten to know her. Oh, ooh, that's all I needed to say. Um, also with Claire, have you seen people like shipping you guys online? <laughs> that's that's what you call low hanging fruit. It's like that's like saying Is it just because you're like a little bit older? That's like no, that's like saying like it's as oh, it's two people from Wisconsin. <laughs> they should definitely fall in love and have babies. Oh, it's like two people from Earth. You know? That's I know, but that's like what people on the internet do. I know. Are you used I to know. that now? People I, just uh, setting you up yeah, on Twitter? I, no, I mean, like, I've honestly, like, have, have had fun with it. Uh, Rob Mills, uh, the, um, ABC oh, yeah. executive, even, like, has been teasing it. And I've been taking improv, so I just, yes and now. Nice. So, yeah, sure, you know, like, whatever. Like, you know, uh, if people want to... Uh, 
uh, link me with with Claire. I have I have no objections to that. Claire's a, a good human being, but um, yeah. Well, getting back to cleaning up dating, before I let you go, I have to ask you, what are you looking for in your um, unmet wife, as you just called her? <laughs> uh, fresh breath, nice. uh, number one. I can't emphasize enough how important that is. I mean, when people ask me, like, what's what's a deal breaker? Not uh, fresh breath. I mean, like if imagine meeting someone and they just have all like they're, they're charming and they're, you know, they're, they're nice and they're like inquisitive and you find them physically attractive and then they, they get close to you and breathe on you. And it just like smells like, I don't know, anything terrible Yeah, that can, that just, it's over. It's over. It's over. Um, so that's all it takes you guys. Just uh, fresh up breath. To uh, and, and obviously like, you know, just, you know, being in the moment, being present, um, you know, I, I, I like authenticity and I like asking interesting questions and I like people who are willing to be interesting and and um, and just and have good conversations. Um, and um, men probably need to clean it up more than 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 women in terms of the dating scene. But, you know, women and men both have their own faults of, of what they do. Um, like I said, I think just staying staying present and trying to limit your options and really focus on what's in front of you is probably something we could all get better at. Um, totally. and, um, yeah, I mean, if, uh, if you're willing to share your dating stories, uh, orbit will literally pay you $75 to do that. Um, which, you know, and I think sometimes hearing, and that might be just saying I was ghosted or, mm -hmm. or someone sent me a, a bad pick, but like, I think sometimes getting it out there and sharing our stories, um, will one make you kind of feel less alone in terms of how hard dating is because dating is hard. Right? Like we, we always get down on ourselves about it and, you know, or complain about the city we're in or, and people like being single is not a bad thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's not, and we have a way of, of making it seem like it is. Uh, the, num the, the greatest amount of relationships you'll ever be in that won't fail is one. That's right. it. For, that's the, the maximum number you can have. And when you think of it that in those terms. Um, and it'll still end, not to be it, dark. But. Not to be dark, it'll still end. <laughs> you, know? you know, but it, that's what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, uh, yeah. If you're willing to tweet um, your uh, your dating stories, uh, Orbit uh, will select up. To, uh, we're gonna select 500 winners. That's wow. a lot. So, uh, and it's like that. Seventy five dollars. It's the average. That's a national average. Uh, um, a cost of a of a date, assuming oh. you don't live in New York. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, one drink, two drinks. Um, but uh, yeah, and there's there's more information out there uh, about it. But it's a it's a fun. Um, it's a fun thing Orbit is doing, and uh, I again, I'm. Uh, I love that they're doing it. I think people. Uh, I think dating, obviously, it's relatable to like what I'm doing on my podcast and, and questions with Nick. But uh, questions think, with Nick, you get some, you get some doozies. I get some doozies. Uh, I've seen a lot of people's dating stories on, on questions with Nick, and um, I think it's good that we're just kind of reminding ourselves that we can we can do it a little bit better. We can clean up a little bit, and we can do it with fresh breath. Thank you, Nick. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Us Weekly's new Bachelor podcast, Here for the Right Reasons. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a five-star review on iTunes or listen on Spotify. And come back on Wednesday to dissect Peter's finale.